This is Seven Sports. Good morning and welcome along to Betty's for Breakfast live on Seven Sport. It's uh, another Saturday. Who knew? Saturday. We are nearing the end of October, which is incredible. You know, where has the time gone? Feels like just yesterday we were starting the show up again for the new season. We were just finishing pre-season and uh, the new season was upon us and here we are. We're, we're near the end of October. We've had the first uh, final, cup final of the season that, that we've covered here at Seven Sport, the Reg Davis Cup final in midweek, Charlford versus Dursley. Plenty of talk about that one. Um, we've got Charlford captain Johnny Davis on the programme at quarter to nine. He's going to talk to us about the game, about Charlford winning the cup for a third time in a row. So looking forward to speaking to him about that. Um, a little bit later on, we have Brimscombe and Frupp forward Ollie Barnes. He's going to preview our featured game for this afternoon, which is Brimscombe and Frupp versus Torpoint Athletic in the FA Vars. And then we conclude with Gala Wilton's Ben Sluman. He joins us on the programme to talk to us about Gala's start to the season, uh, life in the County League, and also it is um, Senior Amateur North Cup Day for Gloucestershire, uh, Northern Senior League and County League side. So we'll look ahead to that one with him. So plenty to go on, plenty happening. Um, quick apologies for the last couple of days. It's been a bit quiet from us on 7th Sport in terms of games. Um, we're supposed to do Toughly Rovers under-18s on Thursday and Gloucester City under-18s last night. Um, bit of a, a stressful week, bit of a... A uh, busy week at work and, and was just sort of needing the, the, the time to myself. So apologies to both sides there for not making it. But as I said, this afternoon we're at Brimscombe and Frupp. So we're getting back to it straight away. Plenty going on in and around the county to go out and enjoy. Um, obviously looking at the fixtures as we always do. In the National League North, Gloss City hosts Farsley Celtic. In the Southern League Division 1 South, Bashley is the destination for Esham. Uh, Exmouth is the destination for Bishops Cleeve. And Cinderford Town are heading to Hamworthy United. Uh, there is a local game, though, in the Southern League there. Slimbridge play host to Tavistock. That'll be a tr- tricky little fixture for Slimbridge. Tavistock are a decent side, and you know maybe just that little bit of a, a trip will benefit Slimbridge in the Central Division. Uh, Siren Chester Town are on the road as well. They're away at Ware. Um, so if you are looking for your local football fix and you usually go to Southern League, if you can't get to Slimbridge, there are plenty uh, of games on offer in the FA Vars. Brimscombe and Frupp versus Torpoint Athletic, as we said, that's our featured game. Um, elsewhere, Cheltenham Saracens host Belper United. Hartbury University have Tuffley Rovers heading to the campus for an all Gloucestershire affair there. Lydney Town and Newham Town are both looking to try and make it into the second round proper for the first time in their histories. Lydney, they host Mousehole and Newham Town host Eccleshall. Um, on the website, sevensport.co.uk, um, Josh Evans has spoken to Jake Bevan of Newham Town and also Lydney's manager, James Morse, in regards to what it would mean for them to uh, get the wins today. So plenty of opportunity for our sides in the FA Vars. We're guaranteed at least one going through, obviously, with that Harbury Tuffley game. But with four sides at home in the competition, you know, we'd like to think that we can get as many as possible over the line and into the second round. Uh, there's a solitary Hellenic uh, Premier game. Long Levens are home to Hereford Pegasus. 
I'm gonna <clears throat> gonna actually break you for a second there because that's annoyed me. Now, obviously, the joke and the running joke is always, <clears throat> you know, Ryan loves seven sport. Uh, I love seven sport. Uh, Ryan long, loves long levens. You know, massive long levens fan. All this nonsense and, and stuff. You know, um, <laughs> this game was supposed to be played on my birthday, twelfth November. And I was starting to plan November a couple of weeks ago. You know, that's sort of how ahead of time I am. I, I try to to sort of plan the next month as early as possible. So it's the start of October. I was looking at November. Um, and I had it initially in the diary. Long Levens versus Hereford Pegasus on my birthday would be quite a nice one. And they've moved the game. They've moved the game and now Long Levens are away at Cribs. So potentially you might have to go to Cribs for my birthday. Shocking. Um, or we have a look at other games around. So I've got a couple of options for my birthday. You know, I think it's just I've taken this opportunity now just to point out to everybody it's my birthday coming up. So, yeah. Um, but no, Long Levens versus Hereford Pegasus in that one. We saw Long Levens in the week away at Westfields. Not the, the best result, but the performance was okay. And uh, if they can continue playing the way they are, then the results will come. In Hellenic Div 1, Bourton Rovers versus Malmesbury Victoria. Kidlington Reserves versus Shortwood. Littleton versus Stonehouse and Morton Rangers host Abingdon. There's also a game in the uh, Hellenic Div 2 West <coughs> in uh, Shipston Excelsior versus Eastern United Development and also in the Bateman Sports Chairman's Cup. There is a local derby in Tuffley Rovers Development versus Long Levens Development. That's at Cleveland Park, 3pm kickoff in that one. As I said, it's the Senior Amateur North Cup second round. So that's all of our Gloucestershire County League sides and uh, Northern Senior League sides who appear in that one. Uh, a couple of the Hellenic Reserve sides in there as well. Um, the fixtures for that are as follows. Mush and Coolway versus uh, Hardwick. A reminder, actually, that all of these games are 2.30 kickoffs. They kick off a little bit earlier for the County Cup. Uh, Williston versus Frampton. Treadworth versus Cheltenham Saracens Development. Broadwell versus Abbeymead. Bybury versus Newman Reserves, Fairford Reserves versus Bishop's Cleave Development. That I reckon that will be a, a very very good game. Um, the development sides when they play each other usually is a, a decent game, especially in those uh, cup competitions. Smith's Barometrics versus Brockworth, Sharpness versus Barclay, Charlton Rovers versus Wooden Rovers, Viney St Swivens versus Dursley Town, who were unlucky losers in midweek. Chalford they host Falcons. Uh, Quedgley Wanderers versus Stonehouse Town Reserves. Gala Wilton hosts Shortwood United Reserves. King Stanley versus Lennon Stanley. Another derby game there. And FC Lakeside versus Cheltenham Civil Service. In the uh, Northern Senior League, there are a couple of games in each division. In Division 1, it's Breedham versus Cheltenham Athletic. And Long Levens Reserves head to, well, host, sorry, Charfield. In Division 2, it's Cheltenham Civil Service Reserves versus Barnwood. And it's also Staunton Course versus Broadwell Reserves. So, 7th Sport of UK for all of the fixtures in and around the county this afternoon. Plenty going on. A little bit of a wet one um, scheduled for this weekend. Pitch inspections, a couple of them being being thrown around. I think Brimscombe and Frupp did one out of courtesy <coughs> for, for tour point, to be fair. So, they tweeted that this morning to say the game's still on. Pitch is absolutely fine. So, I think precautions starting to just sneak in a little bit a little bit of a uh, bit of a not a storm but a bit of a downpour yesterday and it is supposed to be quite a wet weekend particularly tomorrow but 
There are fixtures in the Gloucester County Women's Football League scheduled. Um, as I said, it potentially could be a wet one. So if you are going to go to any of the games, make sure you wrap up and uh, wear a coat. Wear a big coat. Get the big coat out if you haven't got it out already. In Division 1 for that league, it is Abbey Mead Rovers Ladies versus Gloucester City Women. Uh, Cheltenham Saracens Women versus Tuffley Ladies. Dursley Ladies versus Bristol and West. And uh, Longwell Green versus Bitten. That game is off. Longwell can't raise a side. Uh, Division 2, it's Bocco Ladies Reserves versus Red Falcon Club. Uh, City of Gloucester Women versus Bradley Stoke Ladies. Uh, Gloucester City Development versus Downend Flyers Women. Uh, Long Eleven Ladies versus Sirencester Town. And it's Whitchurch versus Cheltenham Civil Service in Division 3. And Davisford versus Mitchell Dean. Ashton Keynes Youth Ladies versus Winchcombe. Uh, Southmead Community Sport Ladies versus Kingswood. And it is also Stoke Lane Athletic versus Downend Flyers Women A. So, <clears throat> plenty of games today, plenty of games tomorrow. As I said, the weather, it's just getting to that point now where starting to turn, starting to get wet, starting to get cold and dark and, and yeah, it's not pleasant, but try and make as the best of it as you can. If you can get to a game, head on down and check 7sport.co.uk for all of the fixtures to go and enjoy. Right, we're a little bit ahead of schedule, so what I'm going to do is we're going to go for a song. And when we come back, we'll look to get Johnny Davis on the phone to talk about Chalford's win in the Reggie Davis Cup final on Tuesday night at Slimbridge. It was a great game of football. We'll talk about it more after this one from Foles. This is my number. There we go. That was Foles, my number. And we're back on Betty's for Breakfast live on 7 Sports. Time to get uh, Chalford captain Johnny Davis on the phone. We'll talk about the Reggie Davis Cup win in midweek. Always the pressure of it live. Good morning, mate. Morning, Johnny. How are you, mate? Good, thanks. Yourself? Yeah, all good. First and foremost, good. congratulations to you and the boys for the win in the week. What did you make of the game? Thank you very much, mate. Um, yeah, I thought it was a great game. I mean, between two great sides, you know, both went at it. So, yeah, glad to get a result. What were your feelings going into the game? Were you always confident that the boys could get it done? Yeah, no, we, we're very um, sure of our capabilities. Um, but against Thursday and Nash's boys, it's always a tough task, you know. And then to go into the game and, and, and go 1 0 down, um, you know, how well did the, the boys show you the character to come back and, and get it done? Yeah, exactly. It went 1 0 down with a bit of a soft panel. But um, yeah, we showed great character, really. Um, we should have been 3 4 up come half time, mm-hmm. you know. But that's a cup final for you, you know, you, the turns it goes. But yeah, I think the boys reacted really well. And how did you celebrate? Um, well, all back to Loftus. Usually it's all back to Ruse, but all back to Loftus. Good fun. A couple of years. Went back to really Loftus and I, I didn't get the invite. Yeah. That's absolutely outrageous. Yeah, you should have him for that, really. <laughs> I thought he was just said as a joke. But he didn't uh, invite me. That's, that's disgusting. Yeah. He wants yeah. best social media account and he does that to me. Embarrasses yeah. me on my own programme. Yeah, it's not very good, that, mate. I would definitely be having words. <laughs> but obviously, you know, for for anyone who do, who doesn't know, you know, it's the third time that that Charlford have won it in a row. Obviously, with the the COVID season in, in amongst that as well, you know, can you almost believe that you're showing that level of consistency in a knockout cup competition? It's obviously changed so many times in those three years. Yeah, of course, but we, it's credit to our squad, really. You know, you look at it on paper and. It's, it's unbelievable. There's, there's loads of players in this squad that can go play higher. We know what we're capable of. So, you know, we just, you know, we go into every game, we just 
get those downs, get a result, get out, you know. Mm. And, and, and obviously with it being, you know, another cup win, is it almost a case of, you know, you're happy of it being a cup but you'd rather win the league or is it a case of just enjoying it as it comes? Yeah, definitely enjoy everything as it comes. Every cup competition, every game, we just go to win it, you know. Ideally, you know, we, at the end of the season, coming in the, the season, yeah, hopefully we'll be there or thereabouts with the league. But like I said, one game at a time, just keep picking them off. And what have you made of the, the season so far? Uh, yeah, we've done really well. Um, we've, we've we struggled at, at times to put the ball in the back of the net, but with the likes of you know, Ryan Harry, Hughesy and Buns, and obviously the added addition of Matty, um, it's got so much quality in that in that department now that I think we could just go on and kick on and uh, yeah. Hopefully, end of the season, we'll be there. We'll be champions, you know. It'll having, be great. Having, having forwards like that, does it make it a bit easier for you as a defender? Oh, for sure. You know, you can just sit. As long as we do our job, keep a clean sheet, we can just look at them boys, let them run wild, you know. There's so much quality out there. Very <laughs> lucky to have them in the squad. I, I wasn't going to ask it, but I am, actually. Uh, a little bit of a, a, a sort of chew out of, of Luke Barstow here, but, you know, when when you're playing centre-half and, you know, you're... you're, you're partner in crime as it were you know he gives away a penalty and scores an own goal in a cup final did you have to say much to him or, or you know was he capable of getting on with it <laughs> well to be fair on a, on a normal you know rainy day at Charford he'd usually lose his head but you know he reacted really well to it I thought it was a very like soft penalty but Aaron Ash is a, is a great striker and you know he's been in the game for a long time he's brought the penalty um, and then the OG is very fortunate like a nudge in his back and you know what can you do <laughs> the ref and the officials are not going to give it he had to go down didn't he I was saying afterwards I was like, if, um, Ben Powell came up to me and said oh do you think it was a foul I was like no no Luke Barso is not a, a, a small bloke so yeah. if he goes down then the referee has to make a decision but he, because he stayed on his feet he was too honest he was too nice yeah, I think you may be right, you know. But I think Barstow just needs to get on the weights, really, you know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and obviously today, you know, it's um, County Cup Day. Um, yeah. Another another game in that, it's home game against Falcons. We're obviously going to, you know, come and, and test you. I know that your, well, numbers-wise isn't uh, amazing for, for Ben Powell selection-wise. You know, what can you expect from today's game, especially with the, the rain overnight? Well, yeah, it's a uh, it's a lower key coming up to to play us. You know, it's going to be their cup final, if you will. Um, so, you know, we've got to be at the races. You know, we are, like you say, we are missing a few lads, but the lads coming in. You know, you got the experience of the Kohler and, and Blythe. You know, we we got enough we got enough strength in the team to get the job done. Really, as long as we're at the at the races from the from the first whistle, you know, we should be grand. And what's the the overall ambition for for you at, at Charlford? Obviously, I know that. Yeah, I mean, since I've been sort of recovering the, the Northern Senior League, Charlford appears they haven't been outside the the top three of the the first division. Would you ultimately like to you know get promoted? Does Charlford want to? How high does Charlford think they can reach? Is what I'm asking. I think. Well, you know, this was a limit. You know, it depends. You know, we've we've been like you say, been there or thereabouts. You know, pretty much every season. You know, we we're under no illusions that we we have to go on and win it. You know. We, that's that's the ultimate goal is coming into the season to be lifting that league trophy get, and get Charlton to a position that the club's never been in. Is it frustrating that you haven't won it yet? Yeah, you know we 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 know you know we're truthful to ourselves and we know you know we we we'll sit down at the end of the day or the end of the season and we we'll say that you know we have dropped off and where we sh- we should be fighting for that league and we should have 
maybe in previous season got promoted. So, yeah. Does, does it make it more difficult, um, you know, with the... <laughs> The, the sort of competition and, and the money being floated around, you know, you hear people talk about um, other sides within the Northern Senior League getting paid X amount to, to play games or anything like that. Does that make it tougher on you or do you have to just worry about yourself? Well, there's money in Northern Senior football. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently so, really? mate. Apparently so. Surely not. Well, I didn't know that. But um, no, we just do us, you know. Um, and you know there's going to be clubs sorting after you know young lads like Ryan Harry a little sneaky a little approach uh, the other night after the final but you know they're, they're sticking around they all know what we're trying to achieve at Charford great bunch of lads good gaffer and great club really you know I, uh, I did see that um, Luke Barstow played for Brimscombe the next night so you know it obviously wasn't just Ryan Harry someone took notice of Barstow's performance on Tuesday as well yeah, I don't know because if Sammy was actually watching Barca's performance, you wouldn't have, you know, wouldn't have took him to be honest. Were you, but, were you, you, know. were you expecting to call it yourself? <laughs> no, 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 definitely not. Um, Barca's got great quality. You know, I'm not taking him under the bus. <laughs> oh, well, that that call ended abruptly. Is that technical problems? Let's try again. Hello. You're right, mate. Don't know what happened there. I'm not sure. <laughs> Sorry, mate. <laughs> I, thought you was, yeah, I thought you were just adamant you weren't going to check him under the bus and just hung up for no, not having yeah. it. <laughs> um, um, no, you know, like you know, some of the lads, you know, have been offered to play higher, but they know what we're trying to achieve at Charlton. We've got a great bunch. You know, we're very fortunate to have the squad we have, the gaffers we got. So you know, it's, it's great that they're going to be sticking around. Because you mentioned Ryan Harry, there, you know, it's something that, that I haven't mentioned yet. But you know, for for a young man to score a hat trick in a, a final. And, you know, the three goals he scored, yes, the, the the winning goal was, you know, an absolute stunner. But the two goals that he scored prior to that in the first half, he had to show great composure in the box. And, you know, a lot of, you know, even more experienced strikers would have shown a bit more nerves and maybe snatched to the chances. But, you know, he even took those well. You know, how impressive is he as a player? Oh, he's, he's got such quality, the kid. You know, that lovely left wand of his. Um, yeah, he could just... He can do what he wants at the end of the day, you know. Um, he just needs to keep his head down and keep going. And, you know, like I said, there will be people coming in for him because, you know, the talent he is and he's obviously been so young. So, yeah. And what's the the plan today, mate? How are you getting ready for the game today? Well, I've currently just been to Starbucks for a little coffee. Um, then I'll probably swing by Lockheed's to pick him up and then we'll just go maybe watch the early kickoff at the club. That'll be it. What's the, the, uh, what's the Starbucks order? Uh, but it was just a, a plain latte, mate. Boring, boring man myself. <laughs> See, I can't, I'm hoping it's that's what you're saying, but in reality, it's one of those big coffees with loads of syrup in it and all of that. You're just giving, giving Gino, them a is that what you mean? I mean, I don't drink coffee, mate. So whatever that is, yeah, we'll, we'll go with that. Great. <laughs> Perfect. Well, Johnny, thank you very much for, for joining us on the programme today. Uh, much appreciated, obviously, as I said. Congratulations for midweek and, and good luck this afternoon. Top man, mate. Thanks for having me on. Johnny Davis there, join us on the programme twice after the, uh, the the technical difficulties midway through the conversation. Charlford at home, two Falcons in the uh, GFA Senior Amateur North Cup later on this afternoon. If you're in the area, um, go down and, and check that out. Charlford, wonderful club, went there a few weeks ago for the, the last County Cup game actually. 
Oh, no, was it? It was the semi-final of the Reg Davis Cup. Yes, it was. Um, against Barmwood United. Went there for that. Um, yeah, lovely little ground. Lovely little setup. And I will definitely be back soon. Uh, Chalford versus Falcons, as I said. One of the many fixtures in the Senior Amateur North Cup. Um, we'll be speaking to Ben Sluman of Gala Wilton a little bit later on to look at the County League and also Gala Wilton's uh County Cup tie today. They host Shortwood Town, uh, Shortwood, Shortwood, Shortwood Town, Shortwood United Reserves uh, at the Gala Club. But I said a little bit earlier on that our featured game this afternoon will come from the Meadow. You'll have live updates on Seven Sport, where Brimscombe and Frupp host Torpoint Athletic. Um, we're going to get Ollie Barnes on the program to discuss it. Let's try and get him on early. I know he's working this morning. I told him it'd be about nine o'clock. Don't want to keep him too long, obviously conscious of time. But Ollie Barnes will have a crucial part to play this afternoon, you feel, for Brimscombe and Frupp. Let's get him on the programme. Good morning, Ollie Barnes. How are you, mate? Yeah, I'm good. How are you doing, mate? Yeah, all good. Have you started work yet, or are you at work already? No, no, I've got five minutes spare, mate. Don't worry about that. Lovely. <laughs> so, yeah, obviously today, Brim's coming for up against Torpoint in the FA Vars. What kind of game are you expecting today, mate? Um, to be honest, mate, I, I'm not sure. We, it's just a bit like the last round, really. We don't know too much about Torpoint. Obviously, they're miles away down in Cornwall, so... Going in a bit unknown. It's kind of a good thing though. Last round against Shaw, Shaw, Shearwater, so I think it was. We didn't really know much about them either. Um, gives the game like going into it. it means we don't know what to expect. So probably going to be a tough game. The pitch is obviously going to be quite wet. So we'll have to see what it's like. Do you think it takes the the pressure off a little bit, not knowing too much about your opponents? Yeah, I think so, mate. You know, like. The Hellenic League, obviously, we obviously played against these clubs for years now, so we know every single game, we know where we're going, whether it's away or home, we know what we're going to get, but not not, not knowing what they're going to be like, it's a bit, a bit different for us, so we'll give it a go, and it's a bit of a free hit, really. And obviously, you're coming back, you're coming um, into the game off the back of a defeat in midweek. Um, you know, what have you made of the, the start of the season for yourselves? Yeah, it's, it's been tricky, really, mate. Um, you know, we... I think we've all said as a group, though, like performances have been there, which is the frustrating thing. Um, you know, games that spring to mind are the Lads Club game, losing 1-0, the Lydney game, losing 1-0, where we've probably been the better side for 70, 80 minutes. And it's a bit of a cliche, really, but it's a game of two halves. Like, we lose in the first half and then we, we sort of battle in the second half, but we just can't get the result where we get two good two good wins the last two weeks with Bassett and uh, Bradford 3-0, which, is, which really did lift our spirits. So we've definitely turned the corner, I think, and we're on better things now and a win today would really uh, you know, keep us going on that momentum. Because obviously Brimscombe have lost uh, a couple of players and, and you know, big players um, you know, since the summer uh, leading towards yeah, now. Yeah. You know, how much has that sort of brought the, the rest of the group together? I think it definitely has, mate. Obviously, losing Pity, Smithy and Barts and Kai in the summer it's not nice for any group, really. Pity, obviously, is a big part of that change room. He's a good lad. So, same as Smithy and all the other boys. and Not just off the pitch, but on the pitch as well. They, they were integral to our side last year. And I, I was just saying earlier, actually, like we were top of the league this time last year. Mm. Um, and a lot of it was down to sort of our, you know, like playing together and our change room. So, it's, it's definitely been tricky, but 
what what we keep saying is like our eleven and the squad we do have is still definitely right up there. And we know that if we keep this eleven and this side together, um, we'll definitely still be challenging for things, and we'll win more games if we don't. And how's everything with you? Because obviously, the last time I, I I think I properly spoke to you um, was at the Long Levens game, and you had the the hip injury. Is everything all okay now? Yeah, I, I don't know what that was really, mate. I was just I had a really badly bruised hip, didn't I? It's it a bit of a weird injury. Um, yeah, I, I'm feeling better now. Touchwood. Um, I've struggled recently in the last couple of years with, with shin injury, so trying to get a few games under my belt, staying fit, and the goals are coming now. Luckily, so. Touchwood, like I said, we'll see what happens and see if I can stay injury free for for a good good run of games. And what's your your sort of target for for the rest of the season? Well, I was thinking to Harley actually last week. I think as a team, like I said just then, we know we can achieve things. We know we can win more games than we don't. So we know you know we should be a top half team in this league. Um, as I just said, we were top of the league last year and we ended up finished eighth. Um, a lot of that was down to availability. I think towards the end of the season. Um, this season I think it's a little bit different we, we have got a, bit, a bigger squad even though we've lost some faces um, but I definitely say as a team we want to be looking at a top 8 finish we, we know we're up there and quality wise just about keeping you know the lads fit and, and everyone available on a weekly basis and, and what about yourself though um, you know individually what, what are you looking to achieve I don't know really mate I think I think goals wise I'd, I'd love to score over sort of 20 to 30 goals this season I think I'm on I'm on six at the moment. Um, I think I got I think it's four over the last four. So mm-hmm. it's been a good month for me recently in terms of goals. Um, and you you know what it's like, mate. When you when you start scoring, you get on a run of things. They start coming. You know you get that one off your shin, don't you? Yeah. It just comes in. So uh, yeah, I'd say that I'm looking towards twenty to thirty goals for me personally. Would be nice. But it is all about the team. Like literally, I'd rather us win win a game on a weekly basis, but rather than scoring. I'm one of them players, but yeah, 20 to 30 goals would be nice, mate. Because obviously, as we we've sort of alluded to there, you know, the 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 start of the season's been a, a bit of a tough one. Um, you know, for anyone who would look at the table, you'd look at the likes of yourselves, Long Levens, Tuffley, um, who are all sort of towards the the bottom half of the the, the table, and, and you'd look at it and think, oh well, maybe they they're not as good as they were, or you know, maybe they're they, you know finding it tough or, or what have you. How? Easy is it just to misread the league so early on and just assume that you know people are struggling? Yeah, I, I definitely know what you mean, mate. I mean, even my, like my mates, they obviously don't come and watch us every week. They're saying, "What's going on with Brimmie?" You know, like you're, you're down there, and obviously Levens haven't, haven't had the best start either. And I think local side is hard because, like I said, I don't know. We, I think it's common knowledge. Everyone, we don't have the biggest budget in Gloucestershire. Um, that's not an excuse, and it's not some of the height. I don't think it's not a bad thing. Um, but then I also think, like I said, we, we, we can win games. So I think it's just about putting runs together, really. I mean, I don't want to keep alluding to last season, but I think we went on a run last season where we won, we lost four or five in a row. Mm-hmm. Then we won the next six or something stupid. Um, so yeah, I don't know, mate. It's about putting results with performances, isn't it? And it's a very fine act in football. Um, and, you know, we beat Bradford and weren't bat it the last two weeks. Before that, we lost to two clubs that probably aren't going to be in the top half of the table so it's a funny game isn't it and I think we have like I said I think we have turned the corner so well, you know a good run in the bars a win today I think that would set us on our way exactly and I mean what I was going to say is that you know it was crazy to me a few weeks ago I saw a tweet that 
you know, it, it made me pretty angry, to be honest. I think, I can't remember who, who Brimscrum lost to, but someone tweeted, oh, prior out. And I thought, what prior on out. earth is that? <laughs> I think, yeah, yeah that's, that's a bit silly, isn't it? I think the thing with prior is that, you know, like, He's one of the he's one of the best man managers. I think we can mm-hmm. all agree on that. You know, we've ever had. He's, he gets the good lads together. He's he's almost like a mate and a manager. If that makes sense. Yeah. He's um his his man management skills are really good, and you know we all play for him. We'd, we'd I think the good thing about us is, and last season when we did have success is that we we work harder than most teams for the gaffer. Yeah. Um, and you know to say prior out after you know we're in what we're in October. <laughs> <laughs> grand scheme of things we've got 27 20, 25 games left yeah in the exactly so you know see how it goes I think if we won we did lose midweek to Pegasus didn't we which is a shame because you know to stop the momentum but if we won that we would have gone up to 10th I think 13th 10th yeah yeah exactly so it shows that you know after a bad start you can't be calling for things like prior out <laughs> it's October there's a long way to go and uh, one thing I wanted to, to speak to you about Ash Caldwell is back at, at Brimscombe at the moment. Yeah. What have you made of him? Just, you know, what have you made of him? Uh, to be honest, man, I think he's just what we needed. You know, um, I think my first time at Brimley, when I first joined Caldwell, was there. He's our captain and he's a big part of the dressing room. Um, I think we sort of lacked like a leader, yeah. if that makes sense, this season. Um, first few games, you know, we, like I said, we lost uh, Kyle and, Bar- and uh, Bart in the summer. Uh, we lost a bit of solidity in, that, in those centre half positions, and Coldwell coming in, I think, has been a really good thing. Um, you know, he, he's someone <laughs> someone to just take the game by the scruff of the neck, drag us through a one 0 to make it a one all. Do you know what I mean? Mm. Keeps the lads going, um, big part off the change uh, in the change room, and I think, like I said, he's been really good actually in a, in a really good way. Now, obviously, as we know, you're you're working today. Um, you know. What's the the build up going to be like for you before the game? Are you working all the way through to before kick off, or, or what's the crack? No, no, mate. I, I finish at half eleven, so it's fine. I'll, uh, I'll have time to meet the meet. Like I said, if it was away in Cornwall, I probably wouldn't be at work, would I? <laughs> Is your your bag um, bag packed already? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I'll, I'll pop home. My bag's in my car, so I'll pop home quick, get a coffee or something, bit of pre-match, and uh, make my way to the chase to meet the boys and. Uh, <sighs> You know, give it all the best today for the three points. Well, for, for the next round, actually. You, you say you get into the chase to meet the boys. I'm one of the boys. I'll, I'll be there. I'll, I'll come yeah, in. I, <laughs> Harley said you're going today, mate. It'd be good to see. It'd be good, actually. I don't think you've you've been to Brimley. You haven't had a chance to get to no, Brimley game in a while, have you? So. No, I, I've, I've had to share the love to everybody, and and the uh, my course, d- my DMs right. and the stick that I get is is that is proof of that. So, uh, mate, you told me that before. Don't worry, there's no shame. Not coming <laughs> to a certain game. Look, worry, looking forward to to seeing uh, Brimscombe for up, and obviously the FFRs, and and hopefully seeing you continue your your scoring form, mate. But we'll let you crack on and, and get on with some work, and we'll uh, see you later on. Right, legend, mate. Thanks for that. I enjoyed that this morning. Have a good one, mate. Ollie Barnes there joining us on the programme. Uh, Brimstone and Frap versus Tall Athletic. That is in the FA Vars first round proper this afternoon, live from the Meadow. You'll be able to follow the live updates on Seven Sports Twitter. Um, we'll be there. You know, team sheets. I'm, I'm, I'm pr- not praying because obviously, if it does happen, it's a, sh- it's a, a sign that Brimstone potentially are just missing a few players. But Sam Pryor. He got minutes in the week. I was I kept my eye on that. I saw he was named on the bench. I think he got three minutes at the end. You know, oh, he's the one. He's the one I'm missing. I've got the 
the the list. I've got the the Jody Bevan. I've seen him play. I've seen him score. Craig Martin, seen him play. Seen him score. Jamie Reid, seen him play. Seen him get sent off. Um, Sam Pryor, need to see him play. But obviously, a big FA Vars game. Hopefully, uh, Brimscombe have a full stock to choose from. Surely, uh, sure. Well, looking at it and, and previewing it and and reading up on sort of Torpoint and and how they're getting on. I'm expecting it to be a decent game. Now, that could be the kiss of death and it's going to be a nil-nil draw and, you know, extra time and, and maybe a replay or whatever the FA Raz rules are at the moment. But, no, for me, it looks like it should be a good one. Torpoint have had a similar start to their season in the Western League that um, Brimscombe have had in, in the Hellenic. So, it does look like it's going to be two evenly matched teams. But obviously we back Brimscombe for up here. We back um, you know the players that they've got, the likes of Ollie, who's just come on the programme there. Harley Price up front. You know, we back the boys. Brimscombe are going to win today. I mean, that's, that's my feeling towards it. Hopefully they do get it done and hopefully we'll be there to see it. Right, we're moving swiftly on with the programme. The programme is, well, it's hurtling towards... Uh, the, the final stages we've got Ben Sluman coming up on the programme going to get him on a little bit earlier we're going to get him on after this song by Ed Sheeran this is Shivers on Base for Breakfast bit of Ed Sheeran for a Saturday morning um, why not that was Shivers now when I tweeted as I, I do weekly you know I, I don't want to brag but I tweet I tweeted the lineup for today's show there was a lot of excitement because finally I was giving Gala Wilton a bit of coverage, apparently. But, you know, <laughs> we've got Ben Sleeman about to, to come on to the programme. A lot of excitement around him coming on. Everyone who seems to be involved with Gala Wilton was getting excited for it. Retweeting, quote tweeting, replying. Seems to be a bit of a buzz around the club. Um, Gala Wilton, who were one of the pre-season fancies from yours truly to do well in their respective leagues. Uh, if you look at the county league table, seven games in, top of the league. So not a bad start for Gala. And uh, got a bit of a story as well that we'll, we'll discuss with Ben when we get him on. Let's get him on now. Let's, let's, let's do it. Let's do it. Hello? 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 Good morning, Ben Sleeman, live on 7 Sport. How are you, mate? Morning, oh, not too bad, how are you? Yeah, all good. We'll, we'll, we'll dive straight into it. Tweeted to say that you were coming on the show. A lot of excitement, a lot of excitement around that that you're on. How excited are you to be here? Oh, absolutely buzzing, mate. <laughs> so, um, now, yeah, I, knew, I knew the boys would love it, I knew the boys would love it. Are they jealous? Is anyone jealous that it's not them? That's that's the real dirt we want. Um, yeah, look, I know a lot of them. Can only um, can only hope to be on this show. If I'm honest with you. <laughs> um, nah, yeah, D-Mac, Dan McNally was a bit gutted. It wasn't the captain himself that was on, but what can you do? Sometimes you just have to go for the biggest fish first. You know, yeah, that, that is simply it, isn't it, mate. You know, it's a fact of life. Yeah, exactly. I did say, you know, you did want the best looking lad, Jordan more than you, but you got to settle for second best. <laughs> um, we were just uh, mentioning there, you know, the start of the season that the Gala's had, um, seven games in, top of the league, apart from the, the defeat against Sharp Ness, it, it all looks to be going pretty perfectly at the moment. 
Yeah, I think to be fair, I don't think we we we're yet to well, apart from civil servants, I thought everyone was brilliant against them, but I think we all know there's there's still more to come from the boys. Um Sharp left was absolutely gutting. Conceding two goals in the last two minutes, I think it was. So um but other than that, yeah, can't complain too much. I think well, obviously we would have taken that where we are now if you'd offered it at the start of the season. Because that Chardonnay's game, you know, in the seven sevens, you know, occasionally when I went against Gala, I'd get replies and and and, and what have you. You know, oh, I can't believe you've not backed us, and we've gone and proved you wrong. That was the opposite. I, I put Gala to win, Sharpness go and win it, and then suddenly I'm getting flooded with Sharpness messages saying I'm too pro Gala. Couldn't believe my eyes. Um, but looking at the table, you know, one thing that isn't a surprise to me, it, it almost seems to be every year we, we, we mention it that, that Gala are the highest scorers or one of the highest scorers. So at the moment, you are the highest scorers. You know, is that just testament to, to the squad and the style of play that, that Gala play? Yeah, I think well for a few years now it's always it's always been a case of um of whenever whoever scores like there's always loads of goals in our game mm-hmm. it's been the highest scoring team wins but which is why Saturday keeping a clean sheet was was massive because our our def- well it's not it's not saying our defence is bad like we got a good good defence but for some reason it's always it's always seems to be high scoring games. Maybe it's just a bit of a, an open contest, potentially. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It won't. Well, I hope then they're not too boring to watch the games. Hopefully, but um, yeah, like for example, last season there was Dan Gaynor obviously finished top goal scorer, and this season his brother Alex Gaynor's getting the goals so far. So we got we got goals coming from all all players around the team. And how important is that to have you know goals coming from not just one one source but but a few, especially at county league level. Yeah, no, it's, well, massive because we've um, I know a few years ago we were relying on a lot. Of, all the goals came from Ryan Dobbins, to be fair. Mm. Whereas now, um, yeah, I'm just, you never know when certain players won't be available or injured or suspended. So to have it, to have goals from all around the team is certainly helps. And what was sort of the the pre-season expectations um, within the squad? Obviously, you look at the the county league table, a lot of uh, sides coming in and out, and it, it's a bit of a, a different look to it this season. Um, you know, what was the, the the you know expectation or targets within the club? Um, well, because well, we we so we, we pretty much kept the same team, but added a few from last season. So we've um, and obviously last season we we had a good season. I think we went through a went through a blitz. I think it was January or something. We went a month without winning a game, so we kind of want to. Um, we we know if we play if we play as well as we can, then we can certainly we want to win something this season definitely. Um, but it's we know we know we'll go for a blip at some point, but it's about kind of just coming out on that and getting back on track as soon as possible because I think last season we um we started well and then I think we lost to we lost to Cribs in the cup and then went on a run of four or five games that will win then which if we want to want to win something we can't do that again this season really and obviously does it make it you know even more of a uh, you know crucial target to try and win something when you know the other sides within the club 
you know, picked up silverware last year. Yeah, yeah. I think, oh God, I want to say we're the only team that win anything throughout the whole club. But yeah, we um, we went and watched when the when the second team were playing at Shorted in their cup final. We went and watched that, and obviously they won it. And we were saying after, like, it'd be great for us yeah, this season, whether that's a cup final or in the league or just to be able to win something. Because obviously the County Cup this year um, has changed for you guys. You know, I'm used to seeing the County League sides getting drawn away to, you know, insert Hellenic team here on a, a Tuesday night or you know whatever. But for this season, you know, you're, you're mixing it with the the Northern Senior League sides, and there's almost a maybe an expectation that more often than not the County League sides should be the the favourite. You know, you've got Shortwood United Reserves today, which is Hellenic um, Reserve League. So, so on the pyramid, it's equivalent to to Northern Senior League. Do you see yourselves as favourites going into the game, or is that risky to think like that? Um, no, I wouldn't. I wouldn't say favourites. I know we're um, but I think we go into every game confident. But it's you got to find a line between being obviously confident and not. I don't think you can go there expecting to win, but knowing that we know that we, if we play as well as we can, we know we can win today. And, um, and where yeah. do you see yourselves in terms of that county cup? Do you think that, you know, looking at the the teams on paper, do you think you can go far into the competition? Uh, I, I think we we know we can. Um, we know that every every bit of silverware available to us, it's possible we can win it. Mm-hmm. So I think, but. Um, yeah, we we don't want to we don't want to go in into the game like like I said, expecting to in, to win. We got we got to earn it. We got to play well. Um, I think yeah, a couple of their lads I think used to play for us a few years ago. So we know that they've got we know that Shortwood will have some some good players. So we know we've got to turn up or else or else um yeah we we, we won't win our boys. Now, I was saying before I got you on the programme, I've got a little bit of a story to, to share. Um, who runs the, the Twitter account? The Gala Twitter account? Yeah. Do you know what? I, don't, I think Stu's got access to it. Okay, so the story, the story goes like this. A, a couple of weeks ago, I was uh, away for the weekend. I was back home in, in, in Reading, and I randomly get a, a message... From Gala Will in the count, I thought, oh Christ, what's this saying now? And uh, yeah, basically, they just, I think it was just a, a cheeky stab in the dark of saying, oh, when are you coming to Gala? Um, and genuinely, it's booked in the diary. Um, I'm there the 5th of November for Gala versus Hardwick. Has that been shared around? Has that been made public knowledge within the team or in the group chats? Whoever has run that, that Twitter account has had an absolute blinder. Do you know what? We didn't know that. And it's probably because you know it's my birthday the next day, so that's why you've come down. Is it actually? Because it's my birthday the week after. Is it? Yes, yeah, 6th of November, so got to get the three points on well, my birthday weekend. Well, it's, it's, it's bonfire night, so I was hoping to see some fireworks. Fireworks at the Gala Club when they play hard wicket. You know, in all Gloucester affair, I was like, yes, get me there. So the fact it's your birthday as well, I mean, that's just, it's almost fate, isn't it? Yeah, well... You have to jump on a train to Bristol after. We're all going out in Bristol after. Cool. I don't know about that. That's a, that's a bit much. Yeah, get on it. <laughs> that is that is a bit too much for me. 
No, but it'll be it'll be good to have you down. Um, I think I know you. I think you came to. I think the last game you came to was Frampton a yeah. couple of years ago, and it ended up nil nil. I think so. It was one one. Someone got so one one. I think Nathan Dennis got sent off. I think off the top of my head, that's what happened. Or someone got yeah, sent off. Know. Liam O'Neill, someone like that. Someone got sent off for a really bad tackle. Yeah. Was, yeah, I remember that. It was on. I think the tackle was on Jay there. Yes, um, yeah. but but for anyone who who's not been to the Gala Club, for someone like me who's not been to the Gala Club for a while, what can we expect when we when we turn up and watch Gala play? Uh, well, like I said, hope I think a lot. Our games have been fairly exciting. Um, we um we 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 can play. We like to play. Nice, but we tend to play on the front foot. Whether we win or not, we tend to be, you know, getting at teams. Obviously, we've got we got a lot of pace out wide through Alex and Connor Walters. Alex seems to be quicker running with the ball than without mm-hmm. the ball. Um, the centre midfielders: Connor Harmer, Jordan, Craig, Martin Smith, Cole Gibbs. They, I, I haven't seen any other centre centre midfields in the league get the better of them they they, they win their 50-50s and then at the back there's a lot of, lot of composure at the back to be fair Sam McNally the captain seems like keeps everyone in order Brad Loveridge who's quality player yeah I think he got in your team a few years ago he's just every week solid 7-8 out of 10 some weeks go higher but he'll never go lower Mm-hmm. You just always you know what you're getting, and then signing off Sam Parry. We got this season, nicest lad in football. Yeah, he's um something Stormbury again. To be fair, I, he's not too dissimilar to Brad. You just you know exactly what he's going to get. He's always solid, and um, yeah, everyone just works hard. Perfect. Sounds like a, a great trip um, to the Gala Club. It's definitely needed. For yourself, mate, you know, this morning, big game at home this afternoon. How are you getting ready for it? What's the, the pre-match build-up for you? Well, got to be honest, usually I'll be in bed at this point, but we're up, so uh, we will, well, I'm pleased now. I'm with, um, with Alex Gaynor, stayed at his, so um, we'll go get a nice, obviously healthy breakfast. And then get to the game. Three times on Saturday mornings and spend just waiting to go to football in the afternoon. So you say healthy breakfast, go on then, talk us through it. Put you on the spot. Oh, um, <laughs> well, last week we ended up in Cozy Club. Nice. And I went, went for the uh, avocado brunch, I think it's called. That is, I mean, that's just fancy eyes. Yeah, poached egg on top, can't go wrong. You need to be having what Alex is having, the way his form's going. You need to be watching what he's having and just have the same, surely. Yeah, well, last week I was... Whenever I got out of breakfast, he always ended up getting a Coke or something and then he always ended up scoring scoring more goals than me. I think I need to change it up. That's the secret. Just a bit of a, a sugar rush for him and that, that, that clearly is doing the, the trick for him. Yeah. It'll go wrong with the avocado. <laughs> well, <laughs> that's the best line I've ever heard. Ben, thank you very much, mate, for joining us on the programme this morning. Good luck this afternoon. And we'll see you on the 5th when Gala play Hardwick. Long one. Cheers for having me. Ben Sluman there, joining us on the programme.
I think I'm going wrong with the avocado. The best line anyone's ever said on this program, that is. Um, but there we go. That's it. That's us done for this morning's program. Thank you very much to everybody for listening. Thanks to everybody who has uh, enjoyed this show. You can listen again to it on Anchor FM and Spotify. It'll be loaded, uh, uploaded Sorry, in a short while this morning. Um, join us next week. Next week we'll have another program here on 7 Sport Base for Breakfast. We'll keep going. I'm potentially looking at doing one for my birthday morning on the 12th. So it could be a big birthday spectacular. That's what I'm, I'm planning to do. So uh, keep your ears to the ground for that one. 7 uk this week uh, and every week for all of the latest goings on in and around Gloucestershire, particularly within non-league football. 7 uk for all of the fixtures that are going on today and tomorrow in the Women's League as well. And go out and enjoy a game. It's not Halloween yet. You don't have to worry about Christmas yet. That's the rules. You don't have to start your Christmas shopping until Halloween's done. So we've still got two weekends of it. So today and next weekend, we'll try and entice you to a game. But go and take a look at the website, see what you fancy, and enjoy your weekends. Thanks very much for listening, and we'll see you next week. For the best sports coverage in the West, visit 7sport.co.uk.